0: and good morning. Welcome to this episode of the Windows on Dementia podcast. Uh, My name is Daniel Paul. I'm the media advisor for Alzheimer's New Zealand and with me today is uh, Chief Executive of Alzheimer's New Zealand, Catherine Hall. And we're going to be talking about the upcoming general election and we're going to be talking to you a little bit about what Alzheimer's has been doing with our political uh, policymakers around some of the issues that we feel are important to people and far now living with dementia in New Zealand. So there's a lot going on in the media about the election at the moment. Uh, we've just had the budget, uh, and all the coverage can be a little overwhelming and confusing. And it's only the beginning of June, and we've got another four odd months to go until we get to the big day. So today, what we want to do is give you a quick rundown on how we work with government and what this means, as I said, for people and out living with dementia marawarawe in New Zealand. Catherine, um, set the scene for us, paint the picture. How does Alzheimer's New Zealand work with government to make the changes that uh, we would like to see in place?
1: Well, thank you, Daniel, and thank you for having me on the podcast today. Uh, look, I think that Uh, when we're working with government, we have to think about it um, in a number of different ways. And probably the first thing we always need to do is be able to make a strong case for why um, this issue matters and what they should do about it. And for us, um, we put quite a lot of effort into that in terms of um, making that case, um, uh, finding, doing research to um, produce the data, and also um, uh, painting the picture about why it matters and what impact this has on people uh, with uh, dementia matiwari doing. Probably the second thing we have to focus on there is uh, finding solutions because there is no point in in going to government with just a problem. We need to go to government with solutions. And um, what we did in this case uh, was we worked with our colleagues and our partners to develop the Dementia Mate Action Plan, so a blueprint for government to act on. But all of that is not enough. You also have to, uh, to be focused on the relationship that you have with government and with officials. And so we work very hard in terms of establishing relationships with the Minister of Health, the Associate Minister of Health, and the officials in the Ministry and Te Whata Ora, um, uh, and also with opposition spokespeople um, on health, because you know health is going to um, be an issue, and dementia matterware is going to be an issue beyond the term of one government. And then I think the last part of that is just making sure that we do um, uh, use, I guess, the election cycle. So we're doing that this year. We've produced a, um, an election briefing. So this is our advice to all the parties about what we would like to see. And we've done that uh, in time to influence their manifestos and their policy positions. We're asking them questions about the things that are important to people with dementia matawari and their family and whanau. And we'll be publicizing that to help people make their uh, make their decisions, and then in September we are going to be holding a, a political panel uh, with the seven major um, parties, so that they can be engaging with the sector directly and hearing what the sector has to say.
0: Uh, Catherine, dementia mutuateri is a is a big issue for our community. But how do we elevate it up the political agenda? How do we make it a big issue for our politicians and our policymakers when they're dealing with a cost-of-living crisis, uh, cyclones, uh, and other sort of pressing day-to-day issues, which seemingly are much more important?
1: Well, it is a, it is a big issue. Um, uh, I mean, the lives of people with dementia matter. um um, these are the lives of our 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 parents our um, spouses and partners our siblings sometimes our children and our friends and they matter as much as uh the lives of the people affected by the cyclone uh as much as um uh the lives of younger people matter uh and so we need to keep focused on that and the other thing i think is that Dementia Matawari affects a large, large number of people. So we did some research a, a few years ago that suggests that four out of five of us are um, know or have known somebody with dementia. So that's most of the people in New Zealand. So this is not a small issue. It doesn't affect only a few people. It affects most of us um, in our lives in a re- very real and, um, and practical um, uh, way. And it is also a big impact on the the health system as well and on the economy. So this is something that that our politicians uh, and government officials should be worried about. And so the way that we need to um, uh, help make that happen uh, is that we keep raising it. And it's really important that people are raising it with their local candidates, they're raising it with their local um, uh, um, uh, MPs now, Uh, and they're talking to people about it.
0: And it's fair to say, though, that that all the hard work that Alzheimer's New Zealand and other members of the dementia sector have put in has paid some dividends, hasn't it? I mean, you do have some successes on the board.
1: Uh, Yes, we do. And that has come from all of that hard work that I've been talking about, the um, making the case, working on some solutions, developing relationships, but also the work that others have been doing um, to support what we're trying to achieve when they're talking to their MPs and candidates um, and their networks. Uh, so, yes, we have had some wins in this, um, uh, in this term of government, and we're very grateful to the current um, Minister of Health for um, her support in that. So, uh, after many years of, um, uh, of uh, fighting, really, uh, this year, government uh, not this year, sorry, in this term, uh, Cabinet has endorsed the Dementia Matawara Action Plan that we wrote as a blueprint for government.
0: Now, tell, tell us, what unpack that for us, Catherine, what does that endorsement mean, really, in real terms?
1: Yes, well, well uh, yes, well, what, what it means um, uh, is not as much as we would like it to mean, Daniel. Um, so what that means is that government has said, yes, it's important, and yes, we support that as a plan. But at this point, they haven't made a decision to um, uh, to implement it or fund it. So it's only half the job, um, but it is an important first half of the job. Um, They've also done some other things. So they've uh, established a dementia matiwariwari leadership and advisory group um, and network, so a, a governance ecosystem they're calling that, uh, to provide advice to officials in government on um, uh, on implementations of plans, so that's a, a positive step in terms of an intention to uh, implement. And then the last thing they've done is that they, in budget 2022, so last year's budget. Uh, they put some money into some small pilots to test some new, new ways of doing things. So all three of those are important steps, but they are baby steps. And um, they are not going to help on their own. They're not going to help the tens of thousands of people who are missing out on the help and support they need today. And so that is why it's so important that we keep on with our engagement with government, because the 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 real change will come when government uh, funds implementation of the plan.
0: I I know too that the um, election briefing that uh, Alzheimer's New Zealand prepared had covered two issues, and I want to come to the second issue in a minute. But we've talked, talked until now about your work with the current government. Tell us what Alzheimer's New Zealand does with the other parties uh, that in an MMP environment can be equally important.
1: Mm, mm. Well, you know, we, we have um, we're here for the long haul, and dementia matawara is an issue that that is is going to be here after the e- term of any particular government. So it is important that we always have relationships with all of the parties. Um, so we work very hard on that in terms of um, uh, you know making sure that we do reach out. Uh, to the health spokespeople in the other parties, that we share all of our information with them, that we meet them on a regular basis. Um, And we keep talking to them about what they're interested in as well and how our interests and theirs might be able to come together. Um, You know, that doesn't always work as we would like. Um, for some of those parties dementia and older people is a priority as it is for us and so they're open to um, those relationships and for others it's not and it's much harder to get a foot in the door that doesn't mean we don't keep trying um, but you know the our, our, our success varies a bit I'd have to I'd have to be honest and say that
0: yeah it would be um It'll be interesting to see how much attention gets paid to older people in New Zealand when our current crop of politicians get older. Anyway, um, we mentioned two uh, policy, or you mentioned two sort of policy priorities that you are that you, you want to see tackled by um, this government and and any future government. Let's talk about that second one. That's that really focuses on the community support services, doesn't it? And their their woefully um, underfunding situation.
1: Yes yes yeah, so it's not so much a separate policy um, priority as part of implementing the plan. It's just a very important and and uh, increasingly urgent first step really. Uh, so and this is really the, um, the survival of the community dementia services. So those are the organizations around New Zealand, Um, the Alzheimer's and Dementia Organisations, who are in most areas the only organisation supporting people um, uh, living in the community. And um, for years, their funding has been uh, woefully inadequate, like with many NGOs. They've been living with a sinking lid funding policy from their local DHBs. Um, And in one case, they don't even have a contract, so they're not getting any money from government uh, for those services. Uh, On average, though, those organisations get funded by government $1.10 per person per year. Um, And so that's a pittance, and that means that they have to raise the rest of the money, uh, that they need but it also means they can't deliver all of the services so what we're saying and we've been saying to government now for um over 12 months is that they need an urgent um, injection of funding and we've calculated that at nine million dollars a year which is a tiny amount it's in the margin of error for um for aura um uh, and and would make such a huge difference. Uh, to those organisations' ability to continue operating, continue providing those services, and in fact, survive um, for the big changes
0: that are coming in the health system. And when you knock on the Associate Health Minister's door and sort of cap in hand ask for your nine million, what kind of response do you get?
1: Yeah, well, um, uh, we did that recently, Daniel. Um, uh, Just a couple of weeks ago, um, we met with the new Associate Minister uh, and look, we had um, a very positive meeting, I think. Um, I mean, the, you know, for people who've spent a lot of time talking to ministers, you don't, you don't walk in the door and get a promise. But what we did do is um, we got a very clear statement of um, support. We got a very clear statement of understanding that the current situation cannot survive and that more is needed. Um, and she has asked for advice on exactly this issue why why the system it can't move at the moment um, uh, and try and do something to to improve things uh, and improve the services that people with dementia much and worry, worry just so desperately need.
0: Mm. So, Well okay, that that sounds at least promising. Um, Now just cast our minds forward a couple of months or several months to October 14, and let's just say there's a change of government. Mm. Um, What kind of um, support do you think you might get from a National Act uh, sort of right of centre administration?
1: Um, well I'd have to say that that is a bit unclear at the moment um I mean neither of the major parties have identified older people and the needs of older people as a priority as yet um uh, we have yet to see uh, nationals um, health policy we've um, they've released some out. Elements of it, but all of the policy hasn't been released as yet. So, um, I mean, the short answer to your uh, question, Daniel, is we do not know at this point, um, and we've certainly invited both uh, National and Act um, to um, answer some questions that would help us understand what they might do and what their policy for older people and uh, Dementia Matiwariwari might be um, if they uh, are forming a government post the election. Um, Obviously, we hope that they would be seeing um, uh, that there is a problem and things need to change. And that would be consistent with the position that uh, National took at the last election, which was to support uh, the Dementia Mātauranga Action Plan, but as I said,
0: we don't—they we, haven't released their policy as yet, so so we don't know. And there's been a lot of talk too about uh, Te Pāti Māori perhaps being a kingmaker, mm. uh, and we also know that uh, the prevalence of dementia Mātauranga among Māori populations is going to increase significantly in coming years. Is there any interest from Te Pāti Māori in those issues?
1: Hmm, hmm. Um, Well, uh, just dealing with that question about the numbers, uh, we do expect to see the numbers increase rapidly for Māori because um, the the biggest risk factor for dementia is ageing and uh, uh, Māori are ageing at a faster rate than the general population. So we we do expect to see those um, numbers for for Māori triple over the next um, generation or so. Uh, and that's also true for Pacific and Asian. Uh, again, we don't know the answer to uh, the question about where Te Māori sits on this. Um, uh, we have asked them the same questions as we've asked others. Um, uh, they are one of the parties that we haven't been able to meet with as yet. So uh, we're hoping to be able to do that and understand where uh, Kuia and Komatua sit in their, in their policy positions and what their response to the Dementia Matawari Action Plan might be, but we haven't had an opportunity to do that as yet.
0: And then there's uh, the world famous in New Zealand, New Zealand First Party, whose mm-hmm. leader is a champion of older people's rights. Um, what's his view on this? Do you, Do we know? Have we engaged?
1: Yeah, we've certainly engaged and we've um, uh, asked to meet uh, with New Zealand first on this issue. Um, We haven't had a response and we've just been back to them again this week, um, asking again to meet and asking um, the same questions that we've asked of everybody else. Because, you know, we, we know that they have had an interest in older people in the past and we want to understand where they sit on these critical issues.
0: Um, okay, Catherine. So um, here we are. It's October fourteen. I think that's the date. We've we're we're at the polling booth. Who do we vote for? How do people know who to vote for? Who should they vote for, Catherine? Give us your tips.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you know, my view is that people should vote for uh, the the party uh, that they believe is going to um, uh, start to tackle. Uh, the what is needed for people with dementia matawari, and for older people generally because they have been um, ignored and forgotten in recent years uh, and we're trying to help people make that decision uh, by sharing our views with the parties and asking them this series of questions so what we'll be doing is we'll be publicising that information um, on our website uh, as the parties send it in to us so that anyone can go and have a look and compare what people are saying that they will do, um, and and that can help make their decision about who to vote for.
0: Um, just a couple of last questions, if I could, Catherine. I mean, we see various ministers on our TV screens uh, every night, and we hear them on the radio and, and see them on the uh, on the on stuff and things like that. But tell us about um, the the power of the political caucus. The the backbenchers who who also sit uh, in parliament but who are not part of the governing executive, do they have a role to play? I mean, do, should we go and talk to our local MP?
1: We should definitely all go and talk to our local MP, and they
0: they have an important role um,
1: uh, to play um, because the, the you know the, each of the parties does meet as a caucus and they do debate issues um, and that's part of how they um, help to form. Um, policy. And, you know, all all, um, uh, backbench MPs have areas of interest, including some with an interest in Dementia Matiwariwari. So there is, in fact, a cross-party group um, of politicians with an interest in Dementia Matiwariwari that we support. um, And most of the political parties currently in government attend that. Um, and there's a great deal of interest in what the issues are and what the possible solutions are. And we know that those MPs are um, are then going back and talking to people in their uh, in their parties and that's helping them decide where this sits in their priorities. So it's definitely worthwhile. Um, for everyone to go and talk to their local MP but also we're now you know we're coming up to the election cycle so go and talk to your all your candidates and see where they are sitting and where their parties are sitting.
0: Okay and and, and sort of a burning question I mean you know Ruth Richardson is famous for the mother of all budgets this is shaping up to be sort of the mother of all general elections isn't it? Um, Do you have a um, do you have a, a, a prediction (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, I don't have a prediction. Um, uh, I think that um, from everything that I can see, uh, it's shaping up to be a very, very close election, and that's why I think it's so important um, that we all do our homework. Um, we find out which are the parties that um, you know who who are um, who who have manifesto policy commitments to make changes in the areas that we think are important. And for me, of course, that is Dementia Māte And then that helps me decide where I'm going to put my vote.
0: And of course, Alzheimer's New Zealand will be preparing a briefing to the incoming Minister once we find out who that is.
1: As we always do, um, um, as an introduction to the topic and where things are at, but also to make clear um, uh, what we think they should be doing in Budget 2024, because, of course, that's the first big decision that a new government can make is the next budget. And so we want to do our best to influence that um, so that it, the budget decisions um, uh, include, we hope, a decision to um, uh, fund implementation of the plan.
0: OK, well, um. I, for one, will be sort of waiting with bated breath for the outcome of the election, and uh, it'll be interesting to see whether uh, any new government uh, takes action quickly to support the Dementia Action Plan. Um, I wanted to say thank you, Catherine, because it's been fascinating to get your insights into uh, the way our politicians deal with or think about uh, dementia and their their interest in actually working with the sector to put in place the systems and the processes that people in now living with dementia, matter what they need. Um, I, uh, I know it's a time consuming process for Alzheimer's New Zealand and the sector to make sure politicians continue to be aware of the challenges the sector faces. So thank you very much for all your hard work and the hard work of all your colleagues who support you in your government relations and advocacy work. Um, We'll look forward to talking to you again uh, in due course, and uh, I hope you have a great weekend. Thank you for your time.
1: Thank you, Daniel.